0: I'm Michael Sinatra, Public Relations Director for Whole Foods Market here in the Northeast region. I'm known for eating. <laughs> it's funny because you know I work with a lot of people in really interesting positions. So someone like Ellie, our local forager, I mean, she's the local forager. She goes out and works with these great artisanal businesses, and but it's me who she likes to tote along to like help her taste a lot of stuff. And you know, our regional president will always grab me when there's a new vendor in doing a tasting, and a lot of our product teams will grab me because I just have a Incredible passion for food. I've always loved to eat. I come from a big family of eaters. And I think my cultural background about food. Uh, history of my family dates back to food businesses in the past. And all kinds of different things. So I, I was just I was born to eat. So.
1: This has been a message from our proud partner, Whole Foods Brooklyn. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. I'm Linda Palacio, host of A Taste of the
2: Past. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. This is Cynthia Cherish-Malloran, Reverend DJ Cherish the Love, and you are listening to Primary Food on Heritage Radio Network, coming to you from Roberta's Pizza. Yeah, and I've got some guests today, but first, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. We're going to talk right into the mic so you guys can hear us clearly. And before I forget, let me tell you how to reach out to me and get my attention on the social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at DJ Cherish the Love. And that's spelled L-U-V because Twitter didn't let me spell L-O-V-E. And hashtag using primary food, heritage underscore radio, and hashtag Rev Love. So, again, welcome to Primary Food. Let me tell you what Primary Food is. Again, I do this every intro. The foods that you eat are secondary to all the things that feed you in life, your relationships, career, spirituality, your exercise routine. Those are the things we call primary foods. All that we consider today as nutrition is really just a secondary source of energy. Primary food is more than what is on your plate. It's healthy relationships, regular physical activity, a fulfilling career, and a spiritual practice. All of these things fill your soul and satisfy your hunger for life itself. And when your primary food is balanced and satiating, your life feeds you, making what you feed your mouths secondary. I am a graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. That's where I learned that fine concept of primary food. And it has been really important, uh, an important thing to focus on while I have been going through cancer treatment, to know that... Going through treatment, I had to make sure that I was being fulfilled in so many other ways and not just nutritionally. Because it's really easy to maintain illness by being sad and eating a lot of kale. It's like you have to balance. You have to be happy. So I like to add in their creativity, which can cross over into spirituality. But my focus is creative output you envision things. We're all creative individuals. I have a lot of freelance friends. We have these concepts and things we want to put out in the world help people, to help ourselves. And, you know, for me, cancer was my, I guess you can say, creative spiritual muse. And everyone in the room today has their muses, has their uh, networks, has their things, and we're going to talk about that. But... Even though we're coming from Heritage Radio Network and we're doing a fundraiser drive, please, please check out the site, heritageradionetwork.org. And donate, throw some love, throw some cash at us so we can continue giving you guys some really great stuff to listen to, learn from, and meet guests like you're going to meet today. Heritage has the secondary food pretty much covered, so I focus on primary. But I do like to talk about food once in a while. Because I'm fascinated right now by the vegan pop-up thing happening, like, left and right. There's, like, a vegan burger shop here opening there, a vegan burger shop opening downtown here, and I'm kind of going on a vegan burger tour. Last episode, I did V-Burger in Union Square. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about By Chloe. Yum. So that's By Washington Square Park oh my god I went in there and uh, you can't miss it I forget the exact cross streets you can find it on google by Chloe but you can't miss it because there's a line like coming out the place like out kind of like a Trader Joe's kind of line which is a good sign but let's see I went and I ordered like shamelessly a lot of things because <laughs> I get to go in and pig out and say I'm doing a food review <laughs> which is exactly what happened so I'm going to talk about two things on their menu that I really liked, and uh, I'll talk about more of what I ordered on, uh, on the next episode. So their fries are awesome. Uh, they're like these air-baked fries, which is like fascinating to me, because how do you cook something in air? Oh, hot air. They're great, crispy, not fried, uh, air-baked, just the right salt and oil. So good. And I was actually very sad when I ran out, which is a good sign. And it wasn't, like, sad because I keep eating something I don't like. It was actually sad because I ran out. Uh, They have got this pink beet ketchup that's so yummy. Uh, It's, like, sweet and oniony and savory. And this spicy mayo that's so good. Um, I totally loved that. And would lick that off my fingers. So all vegan. And then I ordered the barbecue sandwich. So, my God. Barbecue. I did not miss anything meat in that at all. And I am not vegan. I am predominantly plant-based. And uh, I like to explore these things and just to see, like, does it really taste good? And these taste pretty damn good. So this barbecue sandwich that they do, they have this, like, pineapple sliced and this mushroom. I think it's seitan kind of a thing. It's like a texture, like a steak sandwich without all the horrible grease and the animal fat and it was so good like you wouldn't miss meat at all mushrooms marinated kale onion oh my god and the bun is perfect it's like big yet it's not dense and it's light and it absorbs all the juice and it dipped in the beet ketchup so good okay so that's my secondary food moment uh we're gonna take a quick little break and then i'll introduce some of my guests back that was uh just a little bit of 2 a.m pluckings in my music studio and i am here with three wonderful people in my life okay they're silently clapping but i'm clapping for them out loud Yes, yes Yes. honey yes oh yeah make yourselves (laughs) make yourselves audible now you may (laughs) unmute yourselves people oh goodness to my right i have tim haft to his right, I have Susan Hannigan. And to her right, I have Lene Daniels. I'm going to go through a who, what, where, one, hi, what, what, you know, all that <laughs> stuff with each of you like right now. So Tim Haft, hey, what do you do? How and why? Tell me about it.
1: Well, I am I'm so honored to be here, Cynthia, and uh, really glad to meet you guys. Um, I'm a fitness instructor, um, personal trainer, and uh, I guess, you know, what I've been thinking about a lot is just my purpose. Hmm. Um, and, and just, I think, to sum it up, it's, uh, it's just to help people play.
2: People play. People
1: play yeah. and have fun and move. Um, and, you know, if I just strip away all the trappings and, and all the... What's the word? Mishigas? Is that a word? <laughs> that's a, that's word. a word. It's delicious. I think I have. It looks some as good picture. as the pizza that's right outside <laughs> our window here. Uh, I'm salivating where it Roberta's. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you know. Really, just to sum it up, it's it's about helping people play and connect and have fun with movement.
2: What is the problem that you are trying to solve with playing and movement?
1: Um, I think one problem is not moving. Um, Second problem is moving, but without a purpose. Mm, So almost moving just for the sake of movement or because someone told you you should move because it's good for you. But there's no enjoyment. There's no passion. There's no love Mm -hmm. of the movement. Uh, There's no connection with other people. It's solitary. It's clinical. And uh, I think, you know, there's so many opportunities in the way we move, to just have sheer joy in the process, and um, and that's where play comes in for me. So mm-hmm. I teach, you know, the listeners are like, "What the hell do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell but, do you do, Tim?" I, I mean... teach uh, a few different group exercise programs. One is called Punk Rope. Uh, you can check it out at punkrope.com, and um, the idea there is really to. Um, Kind of rekindle childhood, but, but in a good way. Some mm-hmm. of us had bad memories of recess and so on. Jim, 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 Jim teacher yeah. that, you know, I guess uh, threw, you know, heavy medicine balls at you and made you do push ups. And, and the idea of um, exercise as punishment is what I'm trying to eradicate.
2: Oh. So Yeah, you make a really good point and you are bringing back some traumatic memories i've had of you know gym class as a young girl especially going through you know puberty and stuff can be pretty uncomfortable so i would love to reconnect to movement i definitely have not been moving as much as i want to going through cancer treatment (laughs) but how do you know if you're moving enough
1: well i think it's not necessarily a question of enough Mm -hmm. but um you know i I'm, I'm excited to hear what um, uh, Susan and Lynne are doing, so I don't want to monopolize the time. But I did bring, uh, I brought them jump ropes. Oh, hey! So- oh, we're gonna <laughs> jump rope on air. We're gonna now jump we're, rope on air. We're gonna air.
2: be bouncing back and forth. Like once everyone intros <laughs> yeah. themselves, it's gonna be a big free for all talking. Yeah, good. So, good. Okay. Jump ropes with Tim, Punk Rope,
1: yes, and
2: Susan. Hey, sweetie. Hey. Speak closer to the Speak mic. Closer. Yeah, we want to I hear like you. Being closer, very close. <laughs> <laughs> what are I'm you working a, on?
3: I'm a life coach, and I am certified in eating psychology. Okay, and that has become a new passion of mine. About you were just speaking your opening intro is like, "Oh, honey, we're the same person. How did that happen?" <laughs> uh, it's looking about finding a new relationship with food. I think much like Tim was talking about how we get into a relationship with exercise that's about punishment and rules and should and shouldn't and scoring Mm -hmm. ourselves I think we've gotten to that same relationship in our culture with food right. Uh, I'm a good girl if I eat a salad. I'm a bad girl if I eat this wonderful pizza. We're watching being devoured. I know these two
2: people are eating pizza (laughs) right in front of us as we're talking. And and and
3: I think I think that's so perfect. (laughs) Can I just say just how amazing I think that is for this conversation right now? (laughs) I mean, it's just and and part of it is it's very much my feeling about food now at its best, which is we're watching a a pair of lovely women in a really attractive space eating. What seems to be beautifully prepared food, yes, and they're enjoying themselves, and they don't know I'm talking about them but, <laughs> uh, but it's to me that is what food always should have been right, and instead of getting into uh, the abuse we now have in our relationship with food and um, and also getting into, yeah, I can tell you things that can help you lose weight and you know, or, or gain muscle mass mm-hmm. or whatever your physical goals are, but To get back to accepting your body as it is right now. Right. What can you do to be, you can't shift anything for the long term until you adore the existence that you're in right now. Right. So if I'm saying, yeah, I should be losing 10 pounds right now. If I'm coming at it from that state, even if I lose the 10 pounds, I'm already in a state of negativity and self-hatred, which even if I lose the weight, I'm pretty sure I'm going to gain it back within six months because I'm not in any sense of embracing my totality and beauty of who I am in the moment.
2: So how would you rejiggy that? So it's positive and fruitful. Well, you, that, your big old question there. Oh, that's a big question. The rejiggy question. The very, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've just figured the name of my self-help book. Uh, <laughs> the, the rejiggy, re-jiggy question. question. <laughs> it's a, it's a big answer. And for what seems like a simple question, um, it's each it's treating yourself as an individual what do you need right now what do you what fills you what what nourishes you emotionally physically that food isn't just um this many grams of fat this many grams Mm -hmm. of carbohydrate um if i'm eating my grandmother's mac and cheese do i really enjoy it right do I really just take the time to treat it the way I would hopefully treat making love to a lover? Mm-hmm. Of okay. going, oh, this is great. I'm going to sit at a table. I'm going to embrace it. Because what happens with that, your body changes just around that.
2: Sure. Just hearing that right now.
3: As opposed yeah. to what I think <laughs> like most of us do now, which is, I'm going to grab a plate of something that has green and brown mm-hmm. and, and something in front of my computer, because I have about 10 minutes, maybe 7, to get something until I get to the next call that I have to do for work, and I'm not tasting anything, even if the food has the highest quality of nutrient value. Right, right, and I would suggest that that, as much as anything, gets in the way of our relationship goals with our bodies. Right, we're not we're not enjoying food.
2: Right, and you shouldn't be punishing ourselves to eat and punishing ourselves to exercise. Right, mm-hmm. that's right. I think that's a really that's key because for sure when you think about getting healthy, why should punishment be any piece of that pie?
3: <laughs> we're, we've got this very puritanical state in our society about these things. I've said this before, somebody else recently, that I really think we've replaced religion with nutrition and and diet and exercise Mm, and the sense of having sins and, Mm -hmm. and it being something virtuous versus something connecting.
2: Mm -hmm. What is, what was your turning point to start looking at food in this
3: I was looking just to myself in my own practice, what I wanted to be doing next and what mm-hmm. I wanted to shift it up and challenge it. And one of the things for me is what do I get sick of? Okay. And I was looking at my relationship with myself and also what I was looking at the dialogue with people in my life, particularly women. I mean, I know that guys go through this too, but let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. If you're dealing with our culture, 80% of the negative stuff still hits us as our gender. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, I'm in my 40s now, and I was watching not only was the dialogue The consistent thing of hearing extraordinary, beautiful women in my life of all body types doing the I'm fat, I'm Mm. inadequate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now at my age, they're hearing the and I'm old. Mm -hmm. And it was just something inside of me just started dying, hearing that conversation over and over again. And I I was looking for something else. Mm -hmm. And I met my now, teacher and mentor Mark David at a workshop, and he was discussing something I'd never heard about, which was how much our emotional lives relate to weight loss and exercise. And him saying that when he was a nutri- just a straight nutritionist,
2: mm-hmm.
3: nobody was talking about this about emotion, about emotion, really. That's about, it was it was, and, and the thing okay. is, when I've started talking to people now and clients that I'm bringing up how's your love life? Mm -hmm. How's your relationship with your mom? How's your relationship with, with, what's your support system? People are looking at me stunned because that's not Weight Watchers. Right. And I'm not pushing down Weight Watchers if Weight Watchers works for you or any plan works for you, that's great. But I'm looking at not quick fix. I'm looking at lifetime integrated changes that's going to embrace you until the day you die that it really does come down to how am I feeling about myself today? Because, right. you know, listen, we just come out of the holidays. They're ending them. I don't know how many of you here had a moment of going, oh, I just was with my family. and <laughs> Brownies. And, <laughs> and, and, and I think that there's a reason that they're brownies at the time of year that we're all around each other. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh-huh. 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 And Just try to survive. Just like, you know what? Let me just take a bite of this. You know, I want to deal with this problem.
3: And, there's no, and here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I want to get away from the concept that that was a bad choice. Right. I should be. Right. You know, I keep hearing self-discipline, self-discipline. because good hell of self-discipline. <laughs> it isn't self-discipline. It's a choice. And sometimes it is a genius choice right. to say I'm in a tense situation right now where I'm feeling I can't be self-expressed. Pasta. You know, thank God for pasta. You know. yeah, that
2: may be the uh, next uh, the title of your next book. Yes. Thank God <laughs> <all> for thank <laughs> for pasta. And then the book after that was To Hell with Self Help. <laughs> <something. laughs>
3: well the the fourth one is I know nothing.
2: Oh yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's actually <laughs> my uh, autobiography right there. Where we'll move to Lene, and then we'll all start talking about this as a as a because this is this is a topic that affects everyone. You know?
0: Hey, hey Lene. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Oh My name is Lene. I am really excited just to be here. Like when I first heard... Your boy through the microphone, through the help, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's real, it's real, it's real. So I just really am thankful just to be here and to meet everyone here who sounds so awesome. So, so dope. Um, We are all
2: so dope, especially Jack in the recording room. He's dope, very dope. Um, Who am I? I... What are you working on? Who are you? What's 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 your passion right now? Oh, um, who am I? Uh, I
0: am a youth facilitator. I go to different so I work for a organization called City Nash Leadership project where I go to different high schools and I teach a workshop about feminism and social sort of just how do um, the women, the girls in our club, we call them Nashers. How do they form healthy relationships with within each other? Mm-hmm. And outside of my work with Sadie Nash, I am a community organizer. So okay. I'm going to focus on two because if I talk about <laughs> all the organization, like we're going to be here all day. Um, um, the first one that's really near dear to my heart is Yeah, that she said. That's how I yeah. Met that's you. what she said. That's how we met. Yes, that's right. Yes, and um, so it's an organ. So the as a collective of five women, we use art to help promote um, women because, as you could probably tell, at probably as well as you too, um, women don't get the, rec- the recognition that they deserve as mm-hmm. artists. So we do that. And uh, also, another organization that's near and dear to my heart is the Sister Circle Collective. Okay. Uh, we are a core of 10 women. So when I talk about this collective, I often joke that we are like the Wu-Tang of feminism because there's so many of <laughs> 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 Well, you have me. I work with you. You have another person who does um, international <laughs> affairs. You have another person who does a lot of work around food justice. You have another person who is a writer. So we have different hands on different things, but we all focus on the same thing which is to amplify the voices and the story of black and brown of girls, black and brown women, black and brown, I mean, queer women, queer girls, trans girls, and trans women. Okay. And we do that by our healing circles. We do that by our workshop. We did a workshop last summer, this past summer, where we were in the community in Harlem, in the Bronx, and we did... Healing circles, we make all real life love using like natural herbs, like things that come from the earth, and yeah, we're we're just a bunch of bad bitches, like (laughs) (laughs) and y'all. I'm sorry for referring to y'all bitches, but I love y'all. No harm (laughs) intended, but um, yeah, I'm just really thankful just to be around amazing group of women. That's just two out of the many things I I do, and um, yeah, I'm just thankful to be around women who. Help me become the person I am right now, speaking to you and speaking in front of everyone right now.
2: It's so, it's so great because everyone here in this room, we've all built our networks. We have very distinct communities. And, and when you bring them all into one place, you realize how many people are affected, mm-hmm. you know, by, by what we want to do, and what we want to work on. It's really beautiful. You know, it's, a very, it's the opposite of living this, like, you know, solitary life and, and not reaching out to people. And this is it right here. This is why I love I love you, Herod Radio. I love you for, for, this, for this space. This is amazing. Uh, I DJed for That's What She Said. That's how I met Linnae. Mm-hmm. It was really great. I was loving the artistic expression. A lot of it stuck in my head. We have a, a sister, Grace, who was uh, painting. She was painting um, uh, with a dildo. It was fantastic. <laughs>
0: like she actually awesome. she had like a strap on yeah. the
2: paint bud and, and like just whipping it
1: out on <laughs> I and her.
3: i was watching i just her. keep thinking her reapplying <laughs> <laughs> i was at the dj booth losing track of what i was doing because i'm
2: watching her i'm like what is she doing i love it <laughs> so that that stuff is great and um Tanya Menson, mm-hmm. who's also, you know, she we have to get her on the show too because she's got yes. a lot to talk about yes. about, you know, our feminism and and all of that. Yeah, my bestie. Yay. So we have a lot of topics on hand here. What do we want to talk about next? Because, Tim, yeah. you've got some stuff going on. I saw something you were posting about it. Healthy mutation Healthy challenge. mutation challenge. I read that, yeah. and I was like, I am mutating yeah. as I'm reading. What is that? You
1: know, I have very mixed feelings because uh, Susan and I were talking earlier. This time of year, people feel that um, change is almost imposed on them mm-hmm. or the, the need to change, the okay. fact that it's a new year, it's a time to, you know, kind of re uh define yourself and um and i think there's this pressure to change one's body a, hmm. as well as one's mind and that typically lasts for about 2 weeks. Yeah, 2 weeks. <laughs> it's about 2 weeks. It's like 2 days. It's 2 weeks and then quite quite frankly um the end result is is pretty devastating for a lot of people because sure you know they pursue it for a couple of weeks and then they're like Ah, fuck it, man. I don't, I don't want it's it. It's
3: now January 15th. It's sleeting. <laughs> my gym is over there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so years past, I've run um, fat loss challenges mm-hmm. because I was asked to do it. The My students wanted that. Okay. And so we were putting them on the scale, and I was not feeling good about it. You know, I was like, this is...
2: What did you feel about that?
1: Well... You know, part of me felt, okay, this is what these people were inspired to do. They wanted to take on this challenge. They wanted to eat more healthfully. They wanted to make sustainable changes. But at the same time, I knew that in all likelihood, the end result was not going to be positive for most of the participants and had very mixed feelings. This year, we're doing healthy mutation where um, there's really three... uh, separate prongs to this project. One is that each person is going to pick a, um, let's call it a healthy food goal or or a nutrition goal. It's it's very amorphous. It could be just about anything. Uh, And they're going to journal about it. So it's not necessarily something that's going to be measured. Um, It's very personal to them. Mm -hmm. Second is a fitness challenge. Um, Again, something that they can pick. Maybe it's someone that um, just wants to walk for three miles. I don't know. Mm
2: -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's
1: somebody who wants to do a push-up or a pull-up.
2: So it's their personal challenge.
1: It's their personal challenge. Nothing's being imposed. And the third thing was very tough, but most of the people I work with, what they say is, I want to feel better, I want to look better. So this is going to be visual and in whatever way they want it to be done, mm-hmm. there's going to be a before picture and then an after picture. Okay. And I know that starts to sound like an infomercial and you mm-hmm. know every gym you've ever seen that you've hated, but uh, this is a way for them to do it on their terms, you know, with their lighting, in their attire, their pose. If they just want to show their right kneecap, Mm-hmm. and then how that right kneecap looks six weeks later hmm. might look the same. <laughs> I was going to say, what <laughs> it's specific <to> that. <laughs> It's their choice. But anyway, uh-huh. it's, it's just something that I'm you know, putting out there this year, and, and uh, we'll see how it goes.
2: When do you start that? And is We's, that open to the public now? It or? is
1: open to the public. Anyone actually from around the world is welcome to join us. Um, Tell if, us how. If, if they're in New York City. So the best way is just to contact me at uh, Tim at Punk Rope. Okay. P-U-N-K-R-O-P-E dot com. Uh, If you're in New York, I'm going to supervise it. I'll be um, helping with the photographs. We'll have uh, intermediate meetings where it'll essentially be a support group, and we can all discuss this process and how we're faring in terms of the food challenges and the fitness challenges.
2: Okay. And how often do you think you want to run this program every year once a month every
1: once a year to start and then we'll see how frequently um makes the most sense yeah
2: okay that sounds great tim is an inventor of programs (laughs) tim is is the brains behind punk rope beast
1: genetics what am i missing uh mindful beast is about to debut
2: oh i actually didn't know that much about that yeah and you were also working on another um
1: and Project called Great Riddens. Love that. Which uh is helping people to declutter lives, minds, offices, bodies.
2: How has that been?
1: Um it's been really fascinating. Fascinating. I, I didn't realize we were talking before about emotion and what an emotional process to, oh, to declutter. Oh it's huge. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're all just kind of
2: like gripping something right now like oh my goodness let go of stuff what are you talking about yeah wow what are you finding is a common thread in all of the things that you do what is this the goal that you want
1: you know i think all the things that that all of us here are doing i've been thinking a lot more uh, just about legacy mm-hmm. and the idea that when we're no longer here, at least not in this form, what do we leave behind? Mm-hmm. And you've got, you know, great practice that, you know, Susan's doing, and um, that's what she said sounds. It's great. Unbelievable. Yes, thank you. Unbelievable. And to think that these are going to live on, you know, after our involvement. Um, that gives me a really positive and hopeful feeling about the planet. So um, that's probably neither here nor there, but that's what I'm thinking (laughs) about right now. I
2: mean, I think about that a lot. And I'm also thinking about, you know, the actual what we do right now, you know, to make a difference, to affect people, to help people see, you know, the brighter side of things. We all go through stuff. You know, we all go through challenges. And I think that when we reach out to each other and we talk about each other's challenges and realize, OK, we can manage and we get support. You know, we can talk about it on air. <laughs> it's not yeah. that bad. We can talk about it. <laughs> I think this is um, part of survival. You know, yeah. thank you for talking sure. about your projects. We'll recap in the end with your handles and everything. And Susan, what's what's hot topic for you with what you're working on?
3: Boy, the hot topic right now is is self-love. I okay. think that's really, you know, that's, Tim and I were, were talking about this thing of this arbitrary thing of January 1st. And I know there will be people coming to me. And, and that it's, you know, we need markers in time. And we don't have many of them culturally anymore. You know, occasionally we have, you know, here's a wedding, a birth a couple of holidays, but we don't really do solstices anymore. We don't have collective we don't. celebrations. Yeah. And so I think what often happens is January first becomes one of those. And if it works for you, terrific, but yeah, after two weeks it's done. Um but if people are coming to me if my goal, my my passion is for them to adore their physical space.
2: Adore their physical space. Whatever that Ooh. is.
3: I mean, yeah. The, what the, does that mean? I, I love that phrase. I, Tell me I, more. Uh, we get into this thing, I think most of us, where we say, when I achieve this thing with my body, when I am a size six, when I have a six pack, when I have the ass I had when I was 18 years old, then I will be acceptable, lovable, sexual. Mm. And then I can have the life I want.
2: Hmm. Okay.
3: So one of two things happens: We either don't achieve those things and we hate ourselves more, or we often sometimes we do achieve those things. As New Yorkers, we know we can see people walking around with the quote unquote perfect bodies. And often what happens with those folks is they're in a constant state of tension. Mm -hmm. Uh, What if I lose this?
2: Right. Right.
3: If I lose this, then I lose my superpower and, people will see the real me again whatever, and God knows that real me is horrible and I just mm. feel like I walked, or now coming from a space, I mean now I, I, my heart is breaking up over how many people, uh, that's the energy they're giving off even if they know it or not Right. and you can see it reflected in things like social media I, I, one of the reasons I ended up getting the degree I did was there was a day when one person in my life announced that they were they'd were just given birth. And another person announced that they had just lost 50 pounds. Okay. Guess what got more likes? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's pretty. And mm-hmm. I just, I started to cry. That's pretty. I, I mean, there's, and listen, losing 50 pounds, if you feel good about yourself, if you feel powerful, if you feel hmm. strong, if you, you know, fantastic. Right. But we're now at a point in our society. Hmm. Where our bodies being a physical ideal is more important yeah. than a human being, you know, and it
1: wow, and, that's
3: wow. that's pretty heavy,
1: but, Susan, I just want to make sure it wasn't the same person, no,
3: no, it <laughs> like, wow, that, my new weight loss regime. I, I dropped a lady. human out of my labia, <laughs> it was 50 pounds. Look at my before and after picture, yeah. Wow, I that's,
2: it, that's that really hit something in me that's you. Pointed out something pretty, pretty heavy.
3: Yeah. So for me now, it's honoring who you are right now. And out of that, what if honoring who you are right now will make you have a healthy relationship with your body, will make you eat better, will help you find exercise and movement that you love, will help you... finds enough acceptance to find somebody that you do want to share your body with. Right. And what if that leads you to those things that you haven't done in years, if ever? Yeah. Is is loving your body right now what's going to get you to go salsa dancing finally? Or go to Tibet? Or all those Mm -hmm. things that you've been saying to yourself, when I'm acceptable, then I can do these things.
2: Where are you? Are you coaching currently right now? I'm
3: coaching currently right now. I have a private practice. Okay. You can chat me up at susanhanigan.com um i work with international clients it's gonna be done on the phone facetime skype all the rest of it but i'm new york city based
2: susanhanigan.com yeah that's that's pretty i don't know I'm, I'm really like moved by that because i i'm around women a lot and i hear the way they speak about themselves i have gone through a lot of transformation this year i have no more breasts so i have to really love myself to get through that and i do and I'm able to get through that, and that's pretty fucking heavy, really heavy. It's enormous. It's huge. enormous. It's as huge as the breasts were.
3: <laughs> <sighs> and it's like you can't get through this stuff if you don't like yourself, or you can get through it, and your existence is pretty fucking miserable. I yeah. mean, that's—I mean, I know a lot of people who are getting through it.
2: Yeah, and they're not
3: happy. And the whole vibe is. don't look at me. I'm disgusting. Don't, don't, I'm not worthy of your attention, your affection. And that to me is just, I've my expiration date got done. Yeah. It's just, just, you know, it's like rotted yogurt in the fridge. I can't do it anymore. Yeah,
2: There's so much conversation to be had about women and their bodies, which is also why love. That's what she said. And, and everything you're working on, because it's so, female centric and Mm. empowerment and and it's just never ending. It's like you need to keep empowering women Mm -hmm. in the society. Because what happens if you don't?
0: Then you have a lot of
2: people just Everyone suffers.
0: Everyone suffers really. You both identify as women or identify as men, like because sexism hurt both genders and those who don't fall within those genders. Um, so for, for me, a personal thing that I'm doing right now, now that it is winter solstice, is for me to like really take a break from organizing and work with you and just really take time to do for me and give myself love and self-care because I'm a big believer that you cannot give what you don't have. And if, if I do not have a bottle of water and a cup to just to feed myself, mm. then I cannot give that to anyone else. Mm. So for me, and also it's really important for me to always give myself time to like heal and do things that make me feel good because with the girls and the women that I work with and I do a lot of work with them like I deal with a lot of trauma I have worked with girls and women who have been excuse me trigger warning uh who have been sexually assaulted for girls who have dealt with generational trauma with family and have experienced sexism and racism and transphobia homophobia and me identify as a Black, queer, gender-conforming, femme, women. Like, I go through the same things, too. Mm -hmm. So I could definitely relate to them. So it's really important for me to do what I can to take care of myself so that way I could show up and be present for
2: the community that I'm part of. That's huge. Oh, so glad that you explained that. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned generational trauma. Mm -hmm. Explain that a little bit more. I'd heard that, and I wasn't quite sure what that was. Okay. So generational trauma... um,
0: for me, speaking as a woman of color is where, and also it does just apply to people of color. It applies to anyone, um, but generational trauma is when trauma happened within like one generation, and then it get passed on to another oh. generation. So kind of like, for example, um, I know one person who. Uh, um, her mother went through a sexual assault and did not get like the healing that she needed to get through to get mm-hmm. to heal from that situation, whether it be counseling, therapy, what have you, and then because it went on unchecked, it passed on to the daughter. So the daughter so the mother is afflicting trauma, whether, it, you know, is flood shaming or victim blaming or what have you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it get passed on for generation to generation where it goes unchecked. And for me, that's something I personally go through. I'm not going to put my family business out there because, yeah, can't do that. But um, that's something that I go through personally and me being aware of the system of oppression that affected my family and how that went off from generation to generation. I'm doing what I can to make sure that it doesn't continue where regardless if I choose to have children or not, like, the the cycle ends with me. right? And I just try, when I... Um, Because I'm working through my own issue, I'm able to help other people go through the same issues when I'm ready to do
2: the same thing. How do people get in touch with you to be part of your communities and your your groups to get more insight? Because that was eye-opening for me, what you just explained. Oh, thank you. Um, For Yerusha said,
0: uh, we're working on our website, so you can feel free to follow us on Facebook. I believe it's facebook.com
2: backslash Y... Uh, y T S S, yeah, that's yes. yeah, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. I always have a hard time with that too. Mm-hmm. And
0: for the sister circle collective is sistercirclecollective.org dot org, so S I S T E R C I R C L E collective dot org, and also I have Facebook page and Twitter account. Um, so yeah, actually for the SEC we're having an info session. We actually call it the Gathering of the Tribe because okay. we do believe that we are our one community. So we are gonna have a Gathering of the Tribe event on January the 20th First, we're still working out the date. We do have a date, excuse me. We're working out the time and the, and the location, but we are gathering a lot of people who are interested in being part of the collective and to see like, where do they fit in? Do they want to be part of fundraising? Do you want to be part of media? Do you want to be a part of political education or what, whatever other thing that we have
2: going on? Okay. Wow. Thank you everyone. I mean, if we had more time, 40, 45 minutes goes by so quick so quick when we're talking about really important things um i'd have to have you guys stay on or come on for in the next episode but for now we're going to close and if you have any closing remarks you got two minutes minutes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'll just jump in very quickly for a second for anybody that wants to uh, check out any of my classes um, i always am super excited to give a free trial so just just email tim at punkrope.com or visit punkrope.com uh, and uh, we'll get you to a class. Yeah. You'll have fun.
3: Uh, for me, I am so excited to work with friends and companions and followers of Cynthia because she's so groovy <laughs> in every possible way. And I'm offering uh, an initial $50 discount off a of first session. If you say you have found about me through her. And I just want to be there as a tool for getting you to have the relationship with your body you always wanted to have.
2: Great.
0: Lene? And um, the way you can follow me and the club that I run with, the cliques that the cliques. I'm a part of, um, feel, feel free to follow on Facebook. Uh, yeah, she said... Or you can find it as yw ytwss and sister collective at Facebook. Um, and one piece of advice I would like to give to the reader, readers, excuse me, listeners. the listeners, readers with their ears. <laughs> <laughs> I would one piece of advice I would like to give to your listeners is again, you know, if you can't love yourself, how the hell can you love someone else?
2: Period. Amen. Beautiful. Before I forget. Let me tell you all how to reach me again and get my attention on social media. Talk about what you've heard today. I'll be posting pictures and everything about the food and everything we did. Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at DJ Cherish the Love, spelled L-U-V, hashtag using Primary Food, Heritage underscore Radio, and hashtag Rev Love. And again, this is Cynthia Cherish-Malloran, Reverend DJ Cherish the Love, and you have been listening to Primary Food on Heritage Radio Network.
3: It's a hard thing to think about when you're hurting, can't help, can't figure out. So many days you go through the pain of.
2: I see you've been but never took away your
0: smile. Didn't talk about much. Could you figure that you only really want to show
1: your love? Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio.
3: It's hard you take another, another Hold you up, put
0: one foot in front of the other Let's yeah. march together, we can show the world How we can make it through tough, tough times Boy or your girl, girl. woman or man In hand the, hand to the to the top. top Heading to a better place, no, no skips, no, no stops. stops Cause the pain ain't here to stay i your medicine, make, make the hurt the go, go
1: away quick. But some days it's hard